0: Welcome to the show again. Thank you very much uh, for joining us today. My name is Patrick. Thank you for joining us here on uh, Cocktails and Curveballs. As always, we've got Ty, Lee, and Jim with me today. Um, The way we always love to start our show off is I definitely want to start by recognizing all the men and women in our armed forces, past and present, foreign and domestic. Thank you for defending all the freedoms that we all take for granted on a daily basis. Uh, Can't do without you guys. Also definitely want to um, give a heartfelt thank you to all the first responders that are oftentimes working all hours over the night, probably not for the best pay, um, keeping us all in line, keeping us all safe. Um, You guys do a difficult job, and we all appreciate that very much. So thank you. Um, That being said, um, I just want to let everybody know right off the bat, I'm drinking a little bit of a mango cart. I do have a shot of fireball in the bottom of that. Tastes really nice. (laughs) uh after the uh after the hometown victory miami dolphins whoop, whoop. uh anyways ty or, uh, lee you said something pretty uh pretty interesting to me to me earlier about ohio state and i don't want to go into it um but but why don't you go ahead and talk about what you were saying
1: okay so my big thing is is uh and honestly god bless jimmy because i love the man he's got his osu hat on ohio state And uh, I don't know if you guys watched that game yesterday, Ohio State-Notre Dame, six versus nine. Um, It was not what I expected. I watched the whole game. It was one of the more physical games that I've seen OSU play. Now, the problem that I have with it is that Lou Holtz, you know, legendary-ish coach, the coach for Notre Dame, was calling out Ohio State. And this got to their head coach, Ryan Day, about them not being very physical because they've lost some games to some big time schools. And to win that game the way they did at the end, I literally want Jimmy's take because I know he's a big Buckeye fan. I want his take on it because I think it's a a little bit of bullshit. I think it's a little bit of media savvy shit um, for Lou to do that um you can't even really understand most of his sentences but ryan day came out after the win beating notre dame he called lou holtz out and because jimmy's my uh my go-to buckeyes fan i want his take on it because that was a hell of a game and what do you think on that whole lou holtz and ryan day situation
2: i don't even know where the fuck lou holtz came from i i didn't even <laughs> honestly realize that he was <laughs> say? Still, still alive um but for him to come out and say it, uh, today's game, first off, guys, the physical has been taken out of the game. Yeah. You, know, you can't go low. You can't go high. You can't. Targeting. Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're risking ejection from the game and and possibly an ejection from the next game. And, and it, so the game isn't as physical as maybe when he coached. Now, with all due respect to Coach Holtz, um I did I really like the fact that that the game was that physical because Ohio State took it to a team that is known to be physical, uh Notre Dame and, and played right with them. I just like I said it, it just bothers me that Lou Holtz comes out of nowhere on the day in South Bend you know cuz the game was played there in Notre Dame and and he comes out and he starts talking shit about the physicality of Ohio State. Um Ohio State one of the winningest programs in the last 10 years in football and uh surpassing Notre Dame by I don't know how many wins. And and somebody can look all that shit up. I don't it really doesn't matter. What I do know is how many times Ohio State's been in the playoffs, how many games they've won, Big Ten championships. Yes, they've lost some big games. And especially losing twice, two years in a row to Michigan, uh, they were just out physical. They had the ball ran right down their throat both years. And so I I get it. I get it. You know, I mean, yeah, losing to big-time programs. But then they come back against Georgia, maybe the most physical team in the nation. Yeah, one of them. and and uh, played right with them, man. I mean, it's a field goal, a missed field goal at the end from being in the championship game last year. Yeah, yeah. Man, can't no you fair. can't
3: you can't you also just feel how different, how differently footballs played like in each conference between the Big Twelve, like that's air raid. You know what I mean? Like SEC, yeah, yeah. that's that's Smash Mouth. Big Ten, Big Ten is like pro style most of those colleges are like a pro style offense.
0: Yeah, they do. That's right. So
3: it's, it's, it is, it's curious to see how like some of how some of it goes to like what each conference kind of staples home as being like, this is how our conference plays football.
0: So, so that's an interesting point, Ty. And I want to get, I I want to hear what you think about this too, which I was going to ask you before you started that, but so based on what Lou Holtz said about Ohio State, and I almost feel like, and maybe maybe I'm off base a little bit, I almost feel like Ohio State made a point, Jim, to go out there and be like, oh, we're not physical, huh? Check, hold my beard. Check this shit out, right? So I want to ask you, Ty, going forward, in your opinion, this is all just what we think, right? In your opinion, do you think that based on what Lou Holtz said, that that coach is now going to implement like, like, or are they going to, you know, try to be more physical from here on out? Or, or do you think that that maybe they were just, they took it to Notre Dame just to say middle double middle fingers. I mean, do you oh, think, I, I think, forward?
3: I think, I think there's a very specific way that college football teams are built today. I mean, what are the top programs? Alabama, who yeah, they're they're having a tough year. They're having a tough year out of the last twenty Michigan, years. Again, Oklahoma, right.
0: usual, right. usual.
3: Oklahoma, suspects. Oklahoma, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Like these teams are good, so you have to nitpick at them so hard to see like why is why is team A gonna beat team B? Oh, is it toughness? Is it this or that? I don't know. I just I feel like these, I feel like it's these, matchups these, too, though, okay. pro- I
0: feel like it's. I these, feel like programs, it's program.
3: these programs at the at the programs that are at the tippy top, right? The very top of college football, they're so similar.
1: Oh, big time, big time similar. But we i was have, to, it's, it's just because it's all
3: recruit it's recruiting. But to see how it works, I think because of the NIL stuff, I think here moving forward, the next 10 years, I think college football is gonna look drastically different. Drastically than it, different than right. it does today. I think teams Correct. are going to come out of nowhere, and I think we're going to see. I think it will be good for college football, and we've talked about it before, right? Like college football is the best when Miami's good, Nebraska, Texas, USC, the Gators. You know, like when those when those typically national powerhouse teams are good, college football is so, good.
0: So, are you talking about? you think it'll be drastically different in the sense that it'll be a much easier, a much more even playing field across, across. Yep. Yeah. I
3: think it will be a lot more even because a team like Colorado can bring in a high profile coach because they can bring in some cash. Right. Didn't is, am I wrong here in saying that Deion Sanders took the job, not knowing how much money Colorado actually had to give him. They said we'll come. Oh yeah, he, no, he had no. We'll they had no idea. They actually
1: agreed because they've been the down money. for over a decade. Colorado right, said, true. "If you yeah. come here, we will find the money." That is a yeah. fact. Actually, down in Boulder, yeah.
3: right? But the thing so, that the
1: thing that that I was asking why I wanted to bring that up with Jimmy is the thing that bugs me, and and I understand being a respected coach or a respected player. This could be NFL. This could be calling NFL games. How much research are they really even doing? Because I've watched OSU games, man. I've watched the Buckeyes. And for Lou Holtz to say they're not physical, I don't know what games he's watching. Because, okay, so they might have lost a tough one to a big rival. But you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, there is no part of the Buckeyes that are not physical. So the thing that I don't like is, like, we've talked about announcers before, man. How much research are they actually doing? How many games are they actually watching? They're just trying to create some drama for marketing purposes to make something happen. And I don't know that Lou Holtz, maybe, you know, maybe dementia is real. I don't know. But that one, that one irritated me, which is why I went to Jimmy, because... I completely disagreed with it, and Ryan Day kind of shoved it right in Holtz's face. And I thought it was
2: great, man. Well, here's here's the thing about Ohio State football, is that part of what Lou Holtz said, you can't really disagree. Um, again, the the Michigan, uh, the Penn States are are physical in the Big Ten, and when you watch Ohio State get. Just the ball, and they got their asses kicked the last two years by Michigan. It wasn't like close games. And Michigan just ran the ball down their damn throat. Ohio State, Ryan Day's job has to be on the line, guys. They can say what they want, they can, but they're not going to stand for another loss to Michigan in Columbus. If now we, the you tenure know, of a head
1: coach is like three to four years max unless you win. And,
0: well, and and they, especially if you keep losing to, uh, to Michigan, right? I mean, that's a fireball offense. You, I think what, you, you you lose to Michigan twice,
2: I feel like that's that's your walk in a plank, man. And which is why I think the last couple years has been the recruiting at Ohio state has gone in a little different direction. Yes. They're still going to get five-star receivers and shit like that, you know? Um, But I I feel like you watch some of the players on defense and, and being an Ohio state fan, I know a little bit about their history and uh, the Jack Sawyer and, and the, the Timmy, and I don't even want to attempt to say his last name, the uh, edge rusher, the, the, Pacific Islander as a dressier, uh from Ohio State. Them guys are physical, man. And they're bringing That's, guys-
1: that That was all I was saying is, is like, I still see the physical play. It, it's not that I was calling out that they didn't get beat by Michigan. Now, I, you know, a lot of that could be Michigan and their recruiting and their game plan. But I have seen Ohio State every year. Even when they're down a little bit, oh, they're physical as hell, man. Now, so they might did. get beat. They might so, so be, but they're still physical.
0: Jim, let me ask you do you put more? I, I'm not sure the word is blame because the verdict's not really out whether they're not physical enough or physical enough. But, but any way you slice it, if you had to assign blame, would you, you know, for Michigan running the ball down the throat and them not being able to stop them, would you assign more blame towards personality or scheme or, or maybe a little bit of both? What would you say?
2: Um, you got to know what you're coming into, uh, and, and bottom line is, it's a head coach. Um, you're always, it's always going to be the head coach's fault. We could go to coordinators, we could go to personnel, but bottom line is that uh, you've got to know every game that Ohio State plays, every game that Michigan plays over the course of the year is just a warm up, fellas, for the big game um and so you have to know that that Michigan's coming and that's what Michigan does i mean Shea patterson yep yeah, had a great had great game so so, so
0: you don't you don't buy into the fact at all that they just didn't have the horses up front like like maybe they just sometimes you just have to you got lots you know, of
2: them you. playing in the nfl so no i don't buy into that
0: okay, okay. right on that's the first i just in just, the nfl okay and, and do you think okay, going so complete
1: forward? side note complete side note, because pat pat you're the only one that decided to give it up so what's everybody drinking tyler Jim, oh buddy what do we got okay
3: now let's get into it yeah i'm into the bush lights
1: no you don't drink bush light bro it's weird oh so i uh, hate i got i got a fun thing weird. for you
2: T- jimmy what you drinking oh I, the, the mountains are blue of course
1: Okay, and so I- I'm gonna tell you something because because last week I'm not joking when I told you guys, and Tyler was a little bit floored that I found an 18 pack of 16 ounce coors banquet for 15 bucks. So here's the best part. Now I found the 12 ouncers, okay, Coors Banquet. I got a 30 bomb. 30 bomb for 20 bucks. 19.99. And oh by the way, we don't pay sales tax in this state, so 19.99. So I you know what, I was looking for something fancy and I'm like, you know, I can't pass that up. 30 beers for for 20 bucks, done. Evidently was that just- people in Montana drink a lot. Evidently a lot. I don't know it's a thing.
0: <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah um I, I don't know, so Jim do you do you see do you see Ohio State being there at the end of the I mean you know possibly making the playoffs I mean do you do you see
2: them I think their offense has to get better I think Kyle McCord uh the quarterback has to get better um his first year starting he has to get better but what's real pro- what's promising to me is Jim Knowles in that defense uh the defense looks really good and has looked good, they all they look good. and are bailing out the offense a yeah. lot. So that's real encouraging to me. Uh I don't know whether they'll be around at the end of the year. Um again, they've got they've got a number seven Penn State team. They've got a number two Michigan team that they've gotta go through. yeah,
0: um, they gotta they got they got they gonna be a tough schedule. Big ten um, the defense
1: ball is ball. where I came up with the the physicality of it. To be honest yeah. with
3: you, the Big Ten. is adding Oregon and Washington next year, right?
1: Yep. Man, that's, that's going to be, gonna be a, a badass conference. That's, yeah, that's going to be, be badass. That's good.
0: So you're you're talking about arguably the toughest conference in football. Good yeah, lord! Look what Washington did gonna, to Colorado. Go, and look what look what the Rusty right did.
3: Up there. The SEC and by next year the big 10 watch how many of those bowl games are against each other
0: oh man guaranteed right? so guaranteed so switching gears a little bit Ed. i want to ask you lee give me your opinion um so the beatdown we'll just talk about it really briefly because we don't want to make it just a weekly conference of colorado but right, i do want a be- homer
1: oh, no. i do Go want ahead. i do want
0: to get your opinion uh the game that beatdown put on display by oregon in your opinion, was that was that more Oregon or is that more lack of Colorado? Or no, a little it's, bit of- it's
1: a it, no, it's a thousand percent Oregon. That program is that good. Um, good. the way that program is run. I knew and we we touched on it last week that Colorado isn't ready for Oregon. No. Nope, and and we we touched on it. And oh, by the way, oh wait, next week you got USC. Good luck with Caleb. USC. You
0: know, they, so they they I think so. Good luck, Caleb Williams. Sick, that's going to be a bigger beatdown. I think that's going to be.
1: A I, that's exactly where I was going. I think the USC game could potentially be a bigger beatdown for the Buffaloes, but I will still give Coach Prime all the credit in the world because to start off three and zero. Okay, so the big one was TCU. Number 17, which, oh, by the way, yeah, granted, 17, but they also they lost a lot of players, but they were not in the, the national championship game last year. So they played for the championship, but I knew, we all knew that Oregon, that, that they couldn't hang with Oregon, and there is no way they're hanging you with USC. Um, maybe Dion and his coaches will make some adjustments, but
3: I bet it's closer. Me. I, mean, I, I bet it's closer. I think it will be, I, be just USC because of pride for easy. Dion.
2: Well, I don't oh, guarantee more than I think it's more than a little than than pride for Dion, but I think the the players themselves just got a good look at exactly where they're at. Right. They uh, got
3: a good they got a good look at, at an actual real, real life top fifteen year in and year out NCAA team. Football. Like they like they yep. they ran into an, a team in Oregon they well, just like their coach said, right? Like, did you guys see the the pregame speech Oregon's coach gave. I did. Yes, I did. I did. He looked crazy. He looked in, his he, would, eye, he yes. looked insane. You know what I mean? And I don't know what, he might have been what, on what something. He was, we don't what know. he was saying, what he was saying wasn't wrong. That like Oregon, no. nope. Oregon's been there for the last 10, 15 years, right? And it, yep. and he told him like the Cinderella story's over, right? Like they're in it for clips weren't it for wins. Yeah. No shit. No shit. And it showed. It showed a team. It showed a, a school, a university that like has been in it. Oregon's been good. Oregon's but been it good. Just, they play for a national championship. To me, you know, to like me, to since me, the it, college football since the college football playoff started, there's only been so many teams. Oregon's been right in there.
0: To me, to me, it's just talent. It's it's simple formula. Yeah, two absolutely, plus two is four. Yeah, talent. I mean, two plus two is four. Two plus two two is going to be four to the end of time. And the teams that are have more talent. Ninety nine percent of the time are going to win.
3: Oregon I mean, looked pissed. They came out. They looked like that duck was on fire, dude. They
0: they, oh, they man. came out.
3: They came out from the absolute jump.
0: Yeah, they they they, they oh, were playing oh, man. man. They, yeah, they weren't – I mean, it was – and it was – uh, you know, I feel – so it was a beat down at halftime, 35 to nothing. But I feel like, you know, it, it might as well have been 70 to nothing. I mean, it just – because there was nothing. Yeah. I mean, total yard, what was it like? At halftime, 240 yards to 27 or something. It was something stupid. I mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've, we just saw that – we just saw how – how – Deep Oregon is a program like Oregon. How deep they are! Uh, they're rolling guys off their bench and be starting for Colorado. That's because
1: Colorado absolutely. does not have depth. Man, they don't have depth. Yeah.
2: Well, they—I mean, this is the first year, and and they got their studs, and and then yep. after that, I think they fall off quite a bit. And I right? think
3: I think just having percent. want to, right? Like you can you have a team that has want to, like they want to be great. Like with with Deion Sanders, right? Like he, if that guy doesn't preach the want to, the like the need to for players, but at the end of the day, like you just don't have it. You just don't have it. Like you can you can want it, you can want it, and you can preach it, and you can do all those things. And I think that's that was the weird. Like, I I think Oregon's coach wasn't trying to be shitty. He wasn't trying to make like bulletin board material. He was just stating motivation. the facts. He was just stating the facts that like you guys are like. It seemed to me he, he was saying like they want to. We have, you right. know.
1: Right. The kicker right. is though. I mean, think about it, think about it though. I mean, there, there's all these commercials on ESPN with Coach Prime and the Buffs and all this stuff. All this hype. Yeah.
0: yeah the, the glasses. The glasses. Why wouldn't I mean- you
1: as a coach? Yeah. Why wouldn't you as a coach of the Ducks? Be like, oh no. Here's our motivation. They want to be all all fancy and shit. We're gonna we're gonna run it down their throat. And we also it was decided, 30 to zip at halftime, man. It yeah. was an
0: ass whooping of epic proportions. Yeah. And, and 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 we kind of knew that going in though, that that Oregon was was looking at they were gonna use that as motivation. Like these guys are getting all the all the you know, everybody's talking about them. we you know, Everybody I feel else? like they yeah, they, they want to go out and say. Here's this team that you're, and as a matter of fact, you said that before the game. He says, "All those, or no, at halftime." That's I'm sorry uh, when they when they went into the locker room at halftime. He said, "All those people that've been watching Denver all the all these weeks, I hope they're watching today." I mean, <laughs> dude, thirty five nothing. That was something else. That was a tough um, one, man. You well, can have thirty five uh, yeah, zip on any it, team. You say, "What you about say,
3: Acuna? It. Have you guys seen anything about it, Ronald Acuna Junior. The third?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, what a he's, uh, you're talking. Right. So, so what is he? Let me get this straight. So, we already cool. hit, he hit his 40th, right? Bomb? Yep. Yes. Okay. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's like six stolen bases away from 70. Yep. Yeah. Stolen, he's, the, uh, he's
3: one. Is he the first 40 60 guy? I can't remember. He's like w- he either is, no. the first 40, 40 60 guy okay. or, oh, I or he's very close. close. I feel,
0: I thought he was gonna be. I knew I know for a fact that he'll be that no one's ever gone 40-70, but I thought there was somebody who hit 40-60. I thought. Either way, you one, need other one other I guy Ricky, has done it.
2: I think Ricky Henderson. Was, Henderson
1: would have been close, but I don't know if he
0: ever know, got 40 bombs. But he's
2: he's never I don't yeah, think
3: Ricky he's Henderson
2: a 40-60 guy?
0: That's crazy. Well, he's like four, he's like five away. Maybe he's like right there, up to and touching. If he, if he steals 70 in a season and hits 40 bombs, dude. How is he? He's got to be the number one ranked player in in in, in a major. So I mean, who's better?
2: I mean, guarantee, yeah, you know, yeah, would be. I mean, is he yeah. unanimous? Is he unanimous uh MVP? Oh, I oh god, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I know, who so. else you got in the next how league? Do you, and in this how do you place, take I mean, those I mean,
1: stats
0: didn't. away
2: from him? Who who
0: who are you thinking, Jim?
2: The only the only guy that that I see even close would be Mookie. I mean, you've got his own teammate also right. not 52 or whatever home runs, right? But um the only one I think that's even close would be Mookie Betts. Um, but I, I just don't see it happening. I think he's runaway MVP this year, and oh, I, I don't as, long as he is. Man, he could string some. Well, well, think about it. If you don't give him the MVP, you just shafted a guy that has done something that no other major leaguer has done, man. Are well, you let's, shitting? Let's not forget, he's also hitting 335. Oh,
0: that, see, that's just bananas. How are you going to give that to – I see, that's – I I don't follow the Braves, but I, I was thinking that he was like right up – like he was close to 300 I didn't know he was batting 335. That's Yeah, he's
2: second. The only the only one in in the National League hitting hitting higher – hitting with a higher average than he is is at a raised kid from – uh Miami. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's the Marlins.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was up around 400 for a while there. For a while. And then yeah, of
0: course, second half but, but, of the season. Think of it, so, yeah, so but can is, we
1: also talk about Tyler and his 439 batting average in softball cuz that was pretty damn impressive. I mean, know, it's a lot higher
3: than that. I
1: mean, we got to do I
2: mean? If you're
3: talking about this Tyler, you're a couple hundred points short, buddy.
2: Yeah, four thirty nine. If you're hitting, damn it, 439
3: dude!
1: I'm trying softball,
2: to give you some props, man. <laughs> no, I appreciate
3: that, that, but I, I've, I'm a lot. Higher we're talking than that.
2: slow pitch, bro. We're talking yeah, slow. No, pitch. I know what Come you're talking.
3: Right. I know what you're talking, and I
2: was and, and four thirty nine in slow pitch softball, dude. Is you're playing wreck. Yeah,
0: you're, not, <laughs> you're playing wreck. So, have you guys ever seen that uh that the U.S. softball team? Those guys, you have guys on there hitting like seven seventy
2: nine.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, dude, that is that is so ridiculous. They're like seven nine, seven. I've got a
3: buddy that hits higher than that in a very high league.
0: Well, no, there's so I probably misspoken. And you're probably his batting coach, like right? right?
3: No, <laughs> one of my best friends in the whole world. He hits. I bet he hits eight hundred and he Genius. plays at, like some of the top level like he plays some of the biggest tournaments in the world
1: that's, well that that's... was a deep dive into softball i was just trying to give tyler some yeah
3: props. yeah right. no i'm just saying like they, yeah i i know people that like the the slow pitch softball world is still thriving like
0: there oh. are oh, there's some hardcore there's, motherfuckers in there I know I'm speaking of Jim, because I know, Jim, you and I have talked about this before, but have you guys ever seen that one, uh, it's like a charity event, uh, I want to say maybe it was back in the early to mid-90s, where that U.S. softball team played like this collection of major leaguers, they played softball, and uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, again, this is so long ago, but I think I remember at the time, you could only hit one home run, and then if you hit a home run after that, it was an out. So, you just get up there, swing for the fences, right? But the U.S. softball team beat them like 28 to 13 or something, just smoked them because it's, it's just, so different, it's a man. Different you think these are major leaguer, you could, and you probably can be a pretty good softball player, but there's a legitimate difference between playing softball and, and playing baseball. And And these, so these major leaguers would scoot back. And these softball players would bounce them in front of them. They'd scoot up. They'd rope them over their heads. I mean, these guys, man, just pimp. They put that ball anywhere they want to, you know. And they, they and it was all it was all for charity and everything. But a lot of the major leaguers, I think John Cruck actually played. Uh, they, they, I remember hearing a lot of them after the game, and they're talking about we got a lot more respect for this game. <laughs> I mean, they, they had no idea that it was, you know. If I'm a major league where I can play well, it's know, a
2: it's a different it's a different swing. Uh, and yeah. coming right out of baseball and and playing slow pitch softball, I'm oh. you, I struggled a little bit right off the bat. And and how many to- people?
3: Hey, how many people did you see swing and strike out that you went? Ah, that's a baseball swing.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly no, what dude. I, and I I have that's done it. Play.
3: I've done it plenty of times. Like, when I first got into playing, too, it was like, you would swing and just go, like, how in the fuck did I miss that? How did I miss it? And <laughs> you Yes. All the time, dude, you see, like, no, that's a baseball swing. That's not a softball swing.
2: When I, first started, when I first started, my first practice, uh, I, I'll bet you I swung and missed seven times before I even touched the ball.
1: Holy yeah, crazy the, There's the no way thing. on this planet that the majestic lion had a piece of lumber in his hand and missed seven times in a row. Oh, yeah. There's no way. It's yeah. hard though. Yeah, it's hard God though, damn it. like
3: when you when you're playing like competitive baseball, you have to be so on time with hitting a fastball, right? Like,
2: right. like oh, yeah, you, you gotta
3: be you gotta be foot down early. If anything else, like all I can do is throw my barrel at it. And then you and then you try to bring that same mentality to softball, and you're like, oh, if I'm if I'm early here, if I'm early, I'm so on time, I'm gonna pound this thing out. <laughs> and if you're early in slow pitch softball, dude, you're so far in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah,
2: like, yeah, it. on time <laughs> just
3: because just being on time is so much different. Like being all in your whole swing, everything, like being on time. For whatever sport that is, is a huge difference.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it, it reminds me of uh who's that head coach? I think it might maybe it was Phil Jackson. It was, was big time head coach in the NBA. He had a saying, and you have to really think about it, but he says, Be quick but don't hurry. I mean, that's that's there's a difference, right? Being quick but don't hurry. What I was gonna tell you guys, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. I think Jim, you lived in Utah for a little bit, so you might have been. But there's a fun park in Salt Lake City, Utah called the Galleria, and anybody that's going through Utah, you're going through Salt Lake, you got a chance to stay the night. Go check out the Galleria, man. They got bumper boats. They got, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, they they just, they got everything. Laser tag. Actually, heard this one. Yeah. Um, they got the uh, bungee cord. Uh, I mean, they—they they, it's it's huge. It's it's. I mean, if, even if you don't have any kids, man, you have a blast. They have a huge arcade, games that you've never seen in years. So, but at the batting cages, they actually have fast-pitch softball. And they're clocked. It says on their side, they clock between 85 and 89 miles an hour. So, Jim and Tyler, you guys will probably do a lot better than me. But 10 balls – I fouled three off, and I'm going to tell you something. This is what I think. Impressive. This is what I think of when I see Jared Cole throwing like 99 of movement. This is the shit that I think of the Galleria, because 89 miles an hour off a machine. When you see that softball on top of the reel swing, that's how fast 89 miles an hour gets there. When you see that ball getting, I mean, comes up on top of the reel to spit toward toward where you're standing start your swing man that's 89 i don't even can't even imagine what 99 with movement looks like good lord man i felt three off and i'm like yeah i'm done do i'm you, going back do
1: you remember pat, pat do you remember back in the day on this was like battling with espn there was like it was fox i'm sure and it was the best damn sports show ever right i do that, okay yep. so do you guys remember that i mean it was a thing so there was there was a segment they did, and John Cruck, who we know John Cruck with his Kruk. all-star game yep. with Randy Johnson, hat on backwards, oh, yeah. thing. So yep. they bring these professional major leaguers on and they take them outside the studio and they film this whole thing and they put it on there. And Jenny Finch, oh which,
2: my god,
1: unbeknownst of her being one of the most attractive people on the planet, Jenny Finch. Is pitching to these major leaguers, these ex major leaguers, and John Crook was one of them, and it was Ripping a softball, it by them. you know. So the distance, oh, yeah, the distance was close. Distance was close. It was it was the softball, you know, distance, and she struck out every single major leaguer. There was three of them, and I can't remember who it was. It was John Cruck and two other guys, and I'm like, are you shitting me? One of them foul tipped a ball. One. And it wasn't crunk, And I'm Dude, like, are you kidding me right now? It, that's I, fast football, bro. That These women give in, it up.
2: That ball coming underhand and the way it – Hey,
3: I'll tell you something. I, I, played, I played in a men's underhand softball tournament one time. One time. I did it. I did it. No bullshit. One time. Because the guy, he looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin – and that's no fucking bullshit. This dude, this dude, no hair. He didn't have, he didn't have a stitch of hair on his head. <laughs> and if if anybody that ever watches this show knows it, like they get a jump, they get a hop before they throw it underhand. Um, uh, and there's I don't know what it is, but there's like a technicality about like what counts as jumping off the mound. And, pit, and pitching it underhand and actually doing it like that, that what's legal so mm, I show up to this tournament I'm a young 20 year old in my early 20s good shape like have been playing a lot of swing and hit sports you know I swear to god dude I didn't even see the fucking ball <laughs> This dude he looked like it looked it sounded like the glass broke the stone cold Steve Austin glass broke between every pitch between every pitch this dude was jumping off the mound and ripping dude I I tried to lay down. I tried to lay down a bunt
0: that doesn't that sound was, fun at all that was the
3: best thing I could do I took two swings <laughs> and o2 I tried
1: to bunt that actually like, sounds badass to me. I mean,
3: just like the fact like you're
1: that standing, you can actually talk about that like and standing, relate it to Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. I love that.
0: Like, you're standing in the batter's box, you're like, I don't know whether to swing or run out and get his autograph, man. Holy shit.
3: I sw- Dude, I swear to God. Like, hand-eye coordination, right? Like, bat to the ball. Oh. Bat to the ball. And I went 0-2. Before I ever even i when the catcher was throwing it back to him it was the first time I saw the fucking ball.
0: <laughs> O2, O2, i never. And 0-2,
3: I tried to drop a you, bunt. O two o two I tried to drop a bunt down because I was like, I what am I? Uh, that's as good as me swinging and missing four feet behind
1: it. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. I'm laughing
1: is... with you, not at you. I oh, probably. laughing not no, with fuck you, yet. not at you. No. Yeah, dude. Like I said, like good think... shape,
3: good young I some it's hey, can incredible. We, can we it's incredible how hard we... they can throw underhand.
1: Oh big time, man. Can, but can so so we we got a little bit of a late start. Can we touch a little bit on some NFL shit, guys?
2: Because I mean NFL's kind of yeah. big. Whatever we don't got something doing? to
1: say about that.
2: Well, oh, I, um, I'll say it. I'll right. say it right now. Yeah, you guys can flash your dolphin shit and whatever we'll, we'll you do, <laughs> but it has been confirmed that the Denver Broncos are the worst team in the NFL. Oof, yeah, boy, they're bad on tape. Hey, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second though. I just
0: okay. Don't they have Patrick Sertain like the second or the third? Or I'm not sure what goes after second, that. Second,
2: but, but second. Yeah, he's he
0: a really good quarterback.
2: Just, is he not? Listen, he got torched all day. Here it is. Here it is. You cannot allow 70 points in the NFL to another team, don't care how good or how bad you are. When does that ever happen? It just doesn't. And against second teamers and third teamers, they just didn't give a shit. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Sean Payton has lost the locker room. Or what's Did going on? Did he ever on. have it? He, there's Did a he good ever chance have it? Didn't.
0: There's a good chance oh. that he didn't. He so, Jim, that's a great point. Interesting point. Let me
2: ask you. Repercussions? Well, I mean, you're getting, you, you're getting lit up for 70 with a team that had high hopes and talking about the best improvement over wins right you know possibly this year and all this hype and shit and you get 70 put on you i don't care that the dolphins are very good offensively you have got to be able to stop second and third teamers so
0: so i want to be clear about something in case anybody is wondering the previous high for total offensive yards in a game
2: 72. used to be
0: 722 now it's 722 72. But it was
1: seventy-two
0: points in nineteen sixty-six. No, 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 I mean, I'm sorry. Yards, total yards in a in in a game. Yards is done. Used to be seven twenty-two. Now it's seven twenty-six. They had seven hundred and twenty-six total offensive yards in today's game, which is a new NFL record. And I feel like Jim, listen, I'm sorry. Even if you. Even if it's not this poor fucker's fault, the coordinator's got to go, right? I mean, you got to make a statement. I feel like somebody's yeah. got to be fired okay. out. Of
2: somebody, somebody Somebody's got to lose their job, man. That is absolutely horrible. So, let's also be clear. They allowed two different running backs four touchdowns apiece. Jesus. A rookie it, it, it's, it's not going to be on too. Sean
1: Payton. He will not take the axe. Sean Payton will not take the axe somebody else well Sean Payton in his 15 years and his Super Bowl win he's not going anywhere in Denver unless he wants to leave well he will be a coordinator somewhere it's not going to be Sean well, Payton well,
0: Denver can't afford to dude if you, he's it was a guaranteed contract they got him for like, I think it was 5 years so so okay fire me and I'll say the house will collect 9
2: million a season that's fine it it just I don't know I don't know what's going on and I feel bad I got a lot of buddies here in in Colorado that they're obviously they're going to be Denver, they're going to be Bronco fans and stuff. And man, the hype here, I mean of course we heard it nationally, but the hype here, we got Sean Payton. He's going to figure out the Russell Wilson and let's also be fair. Let's also be fair. Russell Wilson didn't have hasn't had terrible game. Not like he did last year. Well, no, no. But he he actually good. looked pretty good. He actually looked but, pretty uh, good. But but fellas they can't score over 20 points for whatever reason. And you're giving up 70. Last week they're up by 18 at halftime. Yeah. And, and the shit take a shit and lose the game. This defense and and the Broncos uh Traditionally, you know, I mean, that's their go-to. What has been their defense. So,
0: so so this is a great time to revisit this, Ty. Did Denver give up too much for Russell Wilson? Because they gave up a lot. And now... It's so they're hard, defense. man.
3: It, I, think, I think it's so hard. In the NFL, it's a quarterback-driven league.
0: But the, they're so bad.
3: No, right. But, like, the Broncos... Even Peyton Manning, even when Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, it wasn't because of, of Peyton Manning.
2: No, no that not at all. you that know what crazy. I mean. Like,
3: like dude, their def- their defense was good. Peyton Manning at that point in his career was just make smart decisions. Don't make a mistake. Don't fuck it up. Don't, don't yeah, fuck. Don't it up. fuck up. Yeah.
0: Don't yeah, fuck don't, it up. And, and Russell Russell,
3: Russell Wilson was had a Hall of Fame
0: trajectory. Absolutely, he hit, he's hit
3: Denver. He is he is so hard backpedaling out of being oh. in the Hall of Fame, dude. He's oh he's backpedaling God. to say to say that Denver. Why would you not? Why would you not? We all all our favorite teams, if they were in the state that the Broncos had been in at quarterback, and to go. Russell Wilson is a ten-time upgrade,
0: right? No, so wait, 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 wait. So what wait. is? So what wait. is
3: it? So what is it? Is it more? It's obviously, it's obvious. It's so apparent because you can just look at it and go. It's obviously more than the quarterback at this point. If that's what it's always been, and we get Russell Wilson, and look at us again, it's not a quarterback team, man. It's it. It's from the head coaches to the GMs. He has
0: okay. Okay, but to be fair, he hasn't been great. He had a better day today, but he hasn't been great. Let's just start there. But, but number two. But, but is
3: he not? Is he not be- how many times better is he than Brock
1: Osweiler? Oh, thank you. But Pat, so how this many season, times this better season, is so he than Trevor season, Simeon?
3: Than Trevor yeah, Simeon. I, I roll you know what I mean? It's yes, not I, a, roll, I don't think it's just a quarterback thing. It's like I you gotta you gotta start from the top down.
1: But I roll, I, also, I roll last season to an anomaly, Pat. I mean, he came in great. after they spent every freaking dime they had to get him.
2: He I had
1: nobody. But yes, I right now, what he's done, if you look at his numbers, which, what Russell Wilson has done with Denver is good. The problem is
0: his defense
1: sucks and they can't stop anybody. No, no you look at the numbers and compare them across the league. Russell last year, Williams, he was
0: a good man. You go look last at the last year. year he had a bad I just year. said that.
1: Last year yeah. I just said that. Yeah. He but he had fucking 18 guys from accounting on the roster. So okay. right now, this year his numbers are actually pretty decent. The problem is he's got a defense that can't do shit. So when you have Sean Payton walk in, Sean Payton's gonna be the savior, right. Sean Payton won a Super Bowl, great coach, 15 years in the league, I get it. But the organization has ran this thing into the ground so far, it takes a long time to dig it out, man. I'm sorry, but it does, Denver fans.
0: Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying there's not a team out there that shouldn't have traded for Russell Wilson. I just don't think it's Denver. And and the reason why I don't think it's Denver is because Denver was horrible. Before Russell Wilson came, and by them trading for Russell Wilson, what they did was deplete their assets. They gave up a Pro Bowl tight end. They gave up a couple really good veterans that didn't make Pro Bowl, but were really that that were good for the team. And they gave up their draft stock. So, so what they did, you had a bad team trading for a good quarterback. He's coming to a team that's that's just as bad, if not worse. So. I think that it would have been a much better fit if Russell Wilson went to a team that was literally a good quarterback away from the Super Bowl. I said this when they made that trade. Denver is a lot further away from contention than a good quarterback. And and I'm not the guru. I've been wrong probably more times than I've been right. All I'm saying is that I don't think Denver was in – they were already bad before Russell Wilson got there. They gave up so much to get him. How does anybody expect they're going to just magically be good because they've got a top-tier quarterback? They, they, they Everything else needs attention, and they don't have the assets to improve it. So Sean
1: Payton, my opinion, my opinion only, Sean Payton is putting the ship in the right direction. Now, granted, they're 0-3, and yes, they were embarrassed by, oh, by the way, my team, and, and that was awesome for me to watch, but I'm going to tell you right now, Sean Payton is writing that ship he's pointed in the right direction Sean Payton is not in the front office he's not he's going to have influence but this is first year so he's going to have influence on draft and things of that nature and trades but he's still stuck with what he had and what he's done is make the offense better for Russell Wilson the defense is a joke let's be honest it's but they're a joke. not scoring any but,
2: points Right. Right.
1: Exactly. My point. But but he's working on if you look at the QBR, if you look at Russell Wilson's QBR and you look at his efficiency, he's way like light years above last year. I'm not saying Seattle years, but it's getting back towards that direction. And who knows? I mean, I I have a lot. I really like Sean Payton. I think he's a great coach. I don't know what's going to happen with Denver. It's not my team, but I still think that that. Sean Payton will have a say with how that organization goes. Well, so and after going 0-3 and dropping 70 to the Dolphins, it, they have to. They don't have a choice. They have so, to. so really
0: quick, really quick, I want to wrap this segment up with Around the Horn. I want to just, uh, I, you know, just give me a, a quick yes or no. That's a possibility. I want to get your opinion. Um, at this point in time, after getting taken out to the woodshed and probably the most literal you know example i want to know jim fire sale for denver yes or no go full rebuild yes or no no ty yes yes lee no i'm a hard no for that one i'm gonna go yes it's gonna be a split panel and the reason why i say that is because even, even right now right now I still believe you're 0-3. Now, just to be clear, no team that has ever started 0-2 has ever reached the Super Bowl, okay? Uh, so th- that's obviously a no, but I think they're so bad right now that now that you're just it, – it, they're obviously, like Jim said, one of the worst teams in the league. 0-3, the wheels have come off the wagon. I believe you could still get a first and maybe a couple more picks for Russell Wilson. I say pull that trigger, man. Pull that trigger, you know, a time for a rebuild. You know, if 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 uh, if coach wants to do this the right way, um, Sean Payton, trade, trade Sean, uh, trade uh, Russell Wilson, highest bidder. And three years from now, they'll be in contention. That's just my opinion. So we need to wrap this kind of this uh, session up. I think we had some really good, uh, uh, you know, conversations today. Let's go around the horn and let's get some curtain calls. Start with you, Ty.
3: Uh, mine goes out to the Pac-12, the the conference that may not be around here much longer. I mean, to see what they're doing in college football right now, seven teams in the top 25, maybe eight, like it's it's impressive and it sucks. It sucks for people who have been watching the pack, whether it is 12, 10, 8, 6, like I mean... Some of these games, some of these games have been going on for over a hundred years. Some of these rivalries, and to see it, to see it, just absolutely like it's never going to be a thing again. And I just think that that sucks a little bit. So it does
0: it? Does yeah, yeah. I think that, that
3: sucks. It sucks.
0: How about you, Lee?
1: Uh, okay, so so Tyler actually kind of jumped on that because I, I was going the same way. Because honestly. Um because the pac twelve doesn't even exist anymore. What I'm seeing in that had that conference stayed together and had that conference been cohesive and got their TV deal and generated the dollars necessary, if you look at some of these power schools, um and, and this is not just to say that you know, the elites of the world, I love that Alabama's down a little bit. I love that Alabama's not rolling at everybody, but the fact that those, Teams are no longer going to have an official conference and they're going to be moving. Um, The realignment thing we've touched on, it's it's something that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But it's really scary because, man, I, I watched the Oregon State, Washington State game that we didn't touch on. And holy hell, you've got two teams inbred in that conference that are just kicking ass and taking names. And for it to kind of be swept under the rug pisses me off a little bit. So I, I gotta double down on that. Pat. I gotta double down on it, man, because Pac twelve, holy hell. And I would love to go with my dolphins and what they did today, but I think the whole world's gonna hear about that a lot in the next few days. So
2: sure. There you go. How about you, Jim. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I mean, speaking of Pac twelve, I'm gonna go with Gardner Minshew um you know he oh, just
0: yeah.
2: the, the timing the timing you, sure. know, with, right? Lorix, you know right Trevor Lawrence. you know um and then now all of a sudden Anthony Richardson everybody wants to go young everybody wants to go potential and all this yeah. guy does is win football games and yeah, just goes out, out and, 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 and competes
0: puts this yeah, team just, in a, uh, puts his team in a, in a position to win the game whether they do it they don't but he he's absolutely. always dude look what nah, he did fuck in buying Baltimore
2: My might dad, be one of the dad, I know why sold. you
3: fucking said what you said. It's not a Gardner no. Minshew. <laughs> thing. Ah, fuck you.
2: No, because listen, man, we followed Gardner Minshew when he was at Washington State. And I've always liked the guy. I thought he's just that he's just that that safe bet. That yeah. you know, you're going to get a couple hundred or better yards and yeah. he's not going to hurt you. And right. he goes into a very very tough uh, place in Baltimore against a very very tough team in the Ravens, and uh, just gets it done, man. Oh it yeah, goes got, there. Oh, don't,
1: don't. I
3: don't. Yeah, want but to is going is Gardner just, to
1: just being a? Now wait, is Gardner just being a quarterback now, or is he still do the porn thing on the side? I, I wasn't. No, sure he's got
0: mustache match. I know that. Yeah, we all have mustaches. <laughs> So, so since you guys, uh, I don't want to, I don't want the NFL to feel like they're the redheaded stepchild. So, since you guys all went college, listen, man, I'm gonna go to a, I fucking knew other, you would. Oh, on, no I That like was that was hey, minus
3: listen, that was minus ten thousand on the betting hey, sheet. Perfect, for you to go. Wait, to. wait, wait,
0: we're not talking, dude. Wait, just let me get this in. Perfect passer rating, man. Perfect passer rating. 22 for 25, four touchdowns, 299 yards. All you two haters, eat it. That's all I'm saying.
3: Cheers, Thanks for joining us here Cocktails reason. and Curveballs.
0: You guys can catch us on Gmail, Cocktails and Curveballs. Check us out on Instagram. Look for us on can YouTube. Get like, us
1: up on Spotify, man. us up on
0: Spotify. Subscribe, share. Cocktails and curveballs. We're now on uh, Spotify. We're still working out the kinks a little bit, but we're, we're getting there. So check us out. Enjoy our show. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.